When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome into the Brutally Honest Sports Podcast, episode number 123. Uh, have a guest today. Big shoes to fill, though, man. Fan, uh, Jim at Fan in the Van was here last week. So uh, Dave, Dave Van Robes from the 1420 uh, Sports Podcast, if I can get that all out here uh, on this rainy Sunday. Uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing excellent. It is not rainy here in southern Alberta. Like I, like I mentioned, it's sunny couple clouds in the sky but we're looking at around 88 uh degrees here uh in your fahrenheit thing it's (laughs) yeah you can't most of the time i'd say i wouldn't trade places with you up there but today is one of those days i gladly trade places because i've gotten soaked now three times i think finally starting to wind down a little bit but just the torrential downpours here but uh we're getting into some baseball today not much else going on in the sports world not really going to talk NFL draft and NHL and that type of thing quite yet. So, um, and MLB all-star weekend. I, what do you think? Do you think it's one of the better all-star, uh, like weekends or celebrations or whatever, however you want to say it, uh, you know, compared to the other major sports out there? I do. I do, Aaron. And, and the, the reason because of that is baseball is the only sport where they can actually play the game kind of like it's meant to be played. Every other sport, like um, hockey and and football, particularly, you can't. You're not going to lay the lumber like you do in in a regular season game. Basketball, like we saw, what a joke that was. They, those guys just don't care. They're not going to play defense if they don't have to. Be, <laughs> but that's normal. An NBA guy, like you got to put a gun to their head to play defense in the regular season. <laughs> so, so why is their All Star game going to be be any different? Uh, football, I'm oh, sorry, baseball, because it there is no contact whatsoever you're you're able to play the game as it's meant to be cl- played and it's uh it can be very entertaining and 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 that's why baseball i think as a game itself is the only all-star game that's that's kind of watchable yeah i have to i have to agree with you i mean you talk about the nfl is like that it's almost a competition in the other sports on which one is going to be the absolute worst because the NFL is just, I mean, it's, it's two hand touch. Now it's like a skills. I want to say it's a skills. Con. I didn't watch a minute of it. I saw like, even the guys that are getting like Huntley from the Ravens, no, no disrespect, but like, is he a pro bowler? I don't No, You can disrespect it. Yeah. Of like, course. You know like, I mean? he, like he's he, not an all-star. No, I mean, he's, he's, He's never going to be a, I mean, I shouldn't say never, never say never, but he's not going to start on that team. I can promise you that. And behind Lamar Jackson, who they just paid, but yeah, not to go into the NFL tangent, but it, it's like, eh, it's a joke. It's, it's not fun to watch. It's, it's corny. Like, I don't think anybody really cares. I mean, they're all out there laughing, goofing around and, you know, probably going out and, and going to the strip clubs right after and, and just having fun. I mean, it, it's not, no, there's no seriousness behind it. And then, like you say, the NHL, I mean, 
nobody's going to board anybody, you know, in a, in a, I mean, I would hope not if that would happen, you know, then it's, it's fist to fist to gloves, like right away. I mean, if somebody gets boarded in a NHL, you know, all-star game there, there, that's, you're a scumbag, ain't yeah, totally. Like it's and I, like even with baseball, we're talking Pete Rose back in the day blowing up that catcher and ending his career. That's one of the greatest major league uh, baseball all star game highlights of all time. Like, sure, we get it, Pete. We're keeping score, but could you just fucking cool it a little bit? <laughs> you don't have to play hard all the time. Speaking, yeah, speaking of people like like that, I mean, I remember seeing clips. I didn't watch it, but Roger Clemens back in the day. I think it was an all-star game. Uh, Mike Piazza hits a ball to him. The bat breaks, and then he throws the bat back towards Piazza. I mean, he didn't hit him, in fairness, but. That was in the World Series, I believe. Oh, okay. I think he threw it somebody in the all-star game, though. But, oh, okay. Uh, you know, well, the, the Piazza one is a fairly famous one. I, I think that was the World Series. You're pro- Yeah, you're probably yeah. right. I just remember, I think he he threw at somebody in the all-star. Like, I don't know. Roger Clemens is maybe I'm just, he's a red ass. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that's at the end of the day, like the baseball all-star game, it it has that significance for the home field advantage, which is a little weird to me. Uh, You know, the, whoever, if the AL wins and they get the first games at home. And then if the NL wins, they get like, I, I don't really know why that determines that, but I think that's the most, that that's the one thing I think is the, the most ridiculous thing in the world. Like um, thinking back, so uh, when San Fran there, what ten years back was winning every other year, like they they'd win the World Series and they miss the playoffs. But the the World Series winning managers, are, it's still that way, isn't it? They get a they get a manage the All Star game. So now San Fran is and Bruce Bochy, I believe, was the guy was uh, they're ten games back and they're they're not going to make it. And the Dodgers are are winning and looking to run away with the National League, and so it's like fuck the Dodgers. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch those guys all day. I'm gonna keep Kershaw in for seven innings, and I'm gonna I'm gonna lose on purpose because I don't want those guys to have home field. It, yeah, it should be a neutral. Like there's too much. Uh, there's too many things in play that that can like you can sabotage another franchise or another. Like like you said, I mean. I didn't even think about it that way. That's that is wild. I mean, it's I, baseball always has something like they can get it ninety percent right, but they can never ever fully get um, things completely right. But along those lines, do you think um, like the home run derby they should keep that? Like, what do you what are your opinions just on that event? I do, I do because more than anything, the kids want to watch that. And and anytime you can get young eyeballs on the screen is is great. And you know when you you watch it, it, it is boring. I don't watch it because it, it's boring. But even like let's say um, we took Jasper to to Denver last year to catch a um, catch a three game set, and we went early one game to watch batting practice to get really close to watch the pitchers warm up. And now this is that all that is is now well it's a home run contest and and the the place is packed. The kids are having a ball, and and that's what I think is most important for for all sports because they're. Brent and I talk about it all the time is how the the owners are trying to milk every single last penny out of out of um, out of the fans, whether it be um, subscribing to apps, subscribing to 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 streaming services, whether it's charging twenty dollars a beer in the in the place. 
to get little kids in there, you got to be able to make it a little bit affordable for families. Um, because, you know, if you're spending, I, I, don't, I don't know, like a hundred bucks, like a hundred bucks for, for three for a day at the park is cheap. Then how many, how many days a year is, is uh, Joe working class going to be able to bring the kids to the game? The kids love it more than, than, than the parents. Get kids eyeballs on the screen. And then this is how they get favorite players. This is how they, this is what makes them want to ask for an Otani jersey for Christmas or for their birthday. And, 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 and it makes them fans for life of the game. And I think that's really important. And I think that's one of the best things about the major league game as far as getting kids interested in baseball. Yeah, I have to I have to disagree with you in the fact maybe it's just because I'm a baseball hugger, much like uh, much like your buddy Brent. I mean, it, it, for me, baseball. I mean, I I'm not one of those guys. I can't sit there and watch the 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 Reds play the Diamondbacks or something. Like if it's two teams, I don't care about. I I could you know care less. But I'll I'll sit there if I can get coverage for it and stuff. I, I'll sit there and and watch the All Star Game and the Home Run Derby like start to finish. Like I I think it's fun. It's it usually they have like names that you know even if you're a casual baseball fan usually the home run guy it's not like they're just picking like the the nba slam dunk competition that some guy won it and he was like basically not even an nba player this year he's in the sixers uh g league or whatever it might be but i I just i think it it gives the guys a little bit like you kind of look into their personality a little bit more than like because baseball people are kind of reserved in in comparison to like football and and basketball I'd, i'd say but yeah, hundred percent. Like I think the home run derby, they should do, they should do something like even be more creative. Like maybe put a bucket in the outfield, and then if you hit fly balls, it's this many points, or something. Like just make it like just the most extravagant event of all time, and I'd be cool with it because it's it's at the end of the day, it's all for fun. Like I think Pete Alonso takes it a little too seriously because that guy is just a a dickhead. And, and he, uh, I agree with that. Yeah. He, he cares a, too much. A, yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Like he, he gets a stiffy looking at him, looking at himself in the mirror, but uh, yeah, he, he's one of those guys that takes it like life and death and he'd probably, you know, kill somebody's firstborn child to win, but he, he's just, he's a rare breed. I think those guys go into it. Like, let's just have fun. And, and they're putting on a show, like not, you know, hardly anybody can go out there and hit a ball 450 feet even if it is 60 miles an hour down the down the pike so i love you know i I do look forward to it i think the nhl the major league baseball all-star game is i don't know if players would be up for it or or whatever i think they should work more baseball skills into it like even you know it, it sounds stupid like um like, see who's like in it on the NHL uh, All Star Weekend. They do have the Day of Skills competition, hardest slap shot, breakaway competition, blah blah. Why can't Major League Baseball do that? Who's the fastest from from home to like do a lap around the bases and just time that? And then like m- maybe they're worried about guys pulling a hammy. I don't know, or even like the first to uh, like stealing a base. You know, first to thir- first to second, first to third. The guys in the outfield catch a fly ball and throw that rope in, like. Kind of things like that, just because these guys are so goddamn good and you don't realize it. And even when they're horsing around, I think if they're loose and it's going to be a competition, because don't think those guys don't have a are, are using their per diem money to see who's going to win. They're there. They got some action in the clubhouse and they're having fun with it, too. And I, I think that would be great to see. Um, 
all the aspects of baseball, not just the home run, because I think the home run is kind of taken over the game a little bit. And that kind of bothers me as a, as an old schooler who would like to see a little bit more station to station baseball. Yeah. I, I, I love that point. I didn't, I haven't even, I mean, I've thought about like the, like throwing from outfield home, but like doing a, a lap around the bases or, or just timing guys from, you know, taking a two foot lead off first, going to second, like that would be cool. I, I could see why they, they don't. And, and because, you know, just because baseball is pretty conservative overall, as far as like, if somebody would were to get hurt, like one of the, like Ellie De La Cruz, that, that kid that's on the Reds, that's just tearing the ball, the cover off the ball. Jesus Christ. Is he exciting to watch though? Yeah. He's, uh, I watched a good amount of games. He, the, the Orioles just played the Reds and God, he is just, uh, he's annoying to go. Well, I, I got in some Twitter wars with some, some Reds fans. So maybe it left a little sour taste in my mouth, but he's, he's definitely a hell of a player. It's just, God, those Reds fans are, are relentless on Twitter, but. First to home and three in two pitches. You can't argue with that. That was magic against the Brewers the other night. Yeah, no, he's special. And it, and his brother, unfortunately, got hurt. Uh, O'Neal Cruz on the Pirates. He's been out all year. But both those guys are just they're they're special. And, and as long as they stay healthy, they'll they'll be, a, you know, something to wreck to mess with for years to come. But but yeah, I, I like that idea. I think they they should do something, you know, open it up a little bit more than they do. I mean, they have that celebrity game, which I mean, who? Who even watches? I'm sure everybody turns the channel when, I mean, there's some cool celebrities in it, sure. But do we care if, you know, Matthew McConaughey can hit a home run in a celebrity softball game? It's kind of bullshit. Like, yeah. Instead of that, like, why don't they, why don't they do the a minor league, um, all star game the day before instead of that celebrity stuff? Like, see that. See these. They do have that. They have the. Uh, Shoot, I forget what it's. I should know. Like a prospect game kind of thing. Yeah, they had that today. It was uh, okay. Yeah, so they do have that. I, there's not much coverage, and I don't think. And and what's stupid about it is there were major league games on today, so you know. Yeah, yeah I was they, just gonna say, like, why aren't they making it part of the weekend? Because I'm watching uh, Pirates D bag uh, D bags, <laughs> Diamondbacks <laughs> right now. I, I don't know. I, I didn't mean to besmirch Arizona there. <laughs> that, that was a subliminal. Uh, subliminal. <laughs> A subliminal shot, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think it's good. It could be, like, if it was tweaked a little bit, like you said, I think it could be better. But but overall, it's probably the best one. And like you said, I mean, there's no contact in baseball. So, I mean, if somebody were to run over the catcher, that would be, you know, <laughs> that, wouldn't, that wouldn't be pretty for the game. And there would be a – that guy would probably get hit by pitches every single game the rest of the year. So, they know yeah. better not to do something like that. Um so really, after that, I mean, we're we're at the midway point. A lot of these first place teams are not who you thought they would be. Um, I know you you and Brent talked about that a good bit as well. That these smaller market teams and the, and the lower payroll teams are starting to have some success. I mean, I'm not going to say that one of these teams is going to run away with it, but I heard you talk about the Astros and the Braves being being two of those teams that you you think are you know, poised to, to win it all. Do you, is that the matchup you think it's going to be, or, or is it go somewhere else? If I had to put money, those are, are my two teams. I don't – Atlanta's just so damn good. I don't know who's running their farm system, but they, they've they been good for so long and just they seem to relo- reload and, 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 and lose guys and are, are willing to – they have their players that they're willing to target and pay. But then if you want, if you want the bag from – uh, you're not getting it from us, boys. 
uh, you're welcome to go try the free agent market. And it's working. It's working. They're, they're a, they're a machine down there in the national league East. Like I don't, I don't, I think they're the best team in baseball right now. See, I'll make a weird comparison and it's not completely accurate because they did win just a few years back, but the Atlanta Braves to me, since I've been alive, I'm 27. I compare them a lot to the, to the Cowboys, man, because it they're so good. They have such a good roster. And then it's like, do they win? Cha- they don't win championships a lot. You know, that's like, they have that stability. I mean, the Cowboys are never six and 10. I mean, that, that's like, unless people get injured the last 10, 15, 20 years, they're hardly ever like a, a non-factor. It's the same way with the Braves. Obviously, like I said, the Braves won it a few years back. So not trying to besmirge them, but it's, they're not, they're not that dominant. Like they're not the Patriots. Of they're not closers. Yeah, yeah I hear right, you. Right. So, as much as like I do like that, and I think the Braves are getting better. I think even when they did win the World Series, like they've they've built that farm system out longer, and they do spend a little bit of money. I mean, they they got Matt Olson, another Oakland A that will you know forever <laughs> burn them every time they play them. So it's. <laughs> It is a you know it's it's one of the best run frame I, and that farm system is like most of the guys are farm system products so I, I like seeing those teams that's why like I, I grew up a big time Phillies fan it I still like them but it, it I don't like when my team goes out and just buys it. that's that's the thing about the NFL and, and how baseball is different too it's like the Colorado Rockies have nobody but the Broncos have all these guys because it's, it's a little bit more level playing field like it, and I know they're two different sports two different owners but. That's the thing about baseball that always gives me like that sour taste is like you have the pirates who couldn't give less of a fuck if they win 60, 80, 90, 110 games. They just don't, it doesn't matter. No, and in baseball more than any other sport. Um, and, and the, the Rays are the team that shows it. You can do it. You can do it without a massive payroll. It's all about your scouting. And, and it's not even just, you know, you're scouting and who you're drafting. It's when it's time to to trade those guys up that are, are looking for their that fat money the next year. They've scouted all the, the minor league systems and they know what guys that they can work with with just a little bit of this or that. And then they get those pieces and work with them because it's it's ridiculous how they can rip. Tampa Bay is the most consistent franchise over the last 10 years. They can't close because they don't have the big hitters and and I think they're they're ruled by analytics more than than anything and and they that's how they make their decisions. They don't have a feel for the game as a franchise, but in a regular season, they know exactly how to win the games they're supposed to win and that's with a with a 162 game schedule. Those are the that's the important part, making the playoffs. Yeah, so I'll I'll turn this right back because I do agree with you. I just think I need it. I need more examples of like these, these smaller town or smaller town, more so the small market team. Like, do they, do they actually win though? Are they, are they just all Cinderella's and you know, that type of thing. Kansas city Royals. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They, they did it with homegrown. And then when they had their, their, uh, their chance to go for it, they spend a bit of money. They got, uh, Cano and they spent money on another guy knowing full well you're only here for the run but they they made the world series one year and won it the next and now they're now they're not good anymore but they they (laughs) saw their opportunity and and they they doled out the cash for it and they got their ring and that meant so much to royals fans 
if if a team like Cincy or Pittsburgh or Milwaukee can do that, like those, and and the Cubs, they have all the financial resources to do it. And this is why I think Theo Epstein left. It's just like, no, we're good. We're going to, we got our ring. People can die now. And uh, we're going to, we're going to just choose to make money as opposed to spend money. Yeah. That's such, like you said, I mean, more so in baseball, more so in baseball than anywhere else you see just this this monopoly of of like these these monster franchises and then these like these teams that and like you're seeing it this year i mean there is some some parity in the league but like do i see the arizona diamondbacks going the whole way i doubt it i mean like the the Braves did it and not many people expected them to do it but that is a a storied franchise and they have like they've had some substantial some success over time you know year decades and stuff like that like these like even the orioles do i think they're gonna do a you know they're gonna make a a run to the world series i don't know i mean this would this would be one of those years to do it because they're the al east is not what it usually is the i mean they're they're only like a couple games back at tampa now that tampa's sliding um so if i'm if i'm running like a team like the orioles where we're not in there very often everybody else is usually very very good you gotta make a plunge right here right now because you don't win like yeah the prospects are coming through and the the Orioles have the number one uh, farm system quote unquote but this is like you go in now and not have regrets because in five years you could be a dumpster fire again or even sooner sooner than that do you have any faith in in management or the ownership making a an acquisition or two at the trade deadline though I I have I have faith in the general manager because he's put us where he's put them where they you know where they are now and they they he's definitely rearranged things and the scouting has gotten night and day difference uh has been a night and day difference but I, I their owner is such a cheap fuck that he he worries about the concerts it, like he's trying to build a, a Braves type environment because they say outside of their stadium it's all these restaurants and bars and you know, just places to have fun. Like he wants to build like a uh, Mecca center in Baltimore. Kind of like Wrigleyville. Yeah. 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 Like that. Yeah. They, they alluded to the Braves as like how they want to model it after. But I, if I, I'm sure their, their GM's probably going, uh, his name is Mike Elias. He's probably going there like, Hey, you know, I got you a contending team. More people are going to start showing up to the games. TV ratings are going to improve. Like, let's just make a couple moves. And he's probably like, ah, we're we're doing a lot better than we thought we would, man. Sit back and <laughs> kick back, have a beer, and and relax. Like we're okay, even if we lose in the first round and get swept, it's all good. We're making more money than we thought we would. So that's how it's fucked up, but it is. And and I can see that. Like I understand. I don't agree with it, but I understand it. How like you know the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Cubs in particular, right? They've built a brand now, and so regardless of how the team's doing like when people are in when tourists come to new york city one of the 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 bucket list teams is go to a game at yankee stadium same in boston same in chicago and you know my parents i've never been my parents went to a game in camden yards and they loved it they thought it was awesome just the 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 feel and 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 what that stadium is like i don't know how what kind of tourism is in baltimore but if they if they can put a competitor on that team and get more asses in the seats and to see how great that stadium is, then that 
buddy Spanos is his name. Isn't that who owns the, the Orioles? Angelos, um, yeah, Angelos. Angelos, yeah, sorry, Spanos. But not, yeah, nonetheless, then then there, that's how you build your entertainment district because, you know, Baltimore's a bit of a rough town, isn't it? For sure, for sure. And it's gotten a lot worse. I mean, you like, it, it's, one of, it's one of the cities, they only have two teams and the Ravens play across the street and the Orioles play. Like, it's all in one section. It's, it's in, like, one of the most – um, like one of the busier parts of the city. So, like, it just makes sense that people would go there. I mean, obviously, if you have a bad pro- – like, it's not – Philadelphia and New York will show up even if it is a bad product because they will they just want to show up the bitch and, and throw things at players and curse and, and everything else. <laughs> Baltimore's a little bit more – like, they don't care as – they're not as diehard, but when the team is good, they they will come out and it'll be, you know, it'll be full support and there's no – like they don't even boo their own players, really. They're another city that you know doesn't really do that too much. So it could be a great place, and like you say, it makes like you said, you can see why they do it that way. But like my argument has always been to that point. Like if you're a cheap owner, it's like, well, if you spend a little bit more money, can't you make a ton more if the team does produce? Because if that stadium's full at almost every single night, and you're going to the playoffs, which you're already getting a ton more TV ratings because the playoffs are you know inflated. Wouldn't you think that when you think he would stuff his pockets so much more? Like, I don't know why they don't think that way. Well, I, I think the Yankees and the Cubs and and Boston, they're 90 percent all the time because of their tourism, because people that are in those cities are going to go to a game. And then when you go to the game, you're going to buy a hat. You're going to buy a jersey. You're going to buy something, right? Like, it's it's like, I imagine they're, like, as a percentage of, of capacity, how much uh, inventory their gift shops go through, being through the, through the roof. Like, a good 20% of the fans in every game, this might be the only game they go to in their life because they've made a point of coming to this historic franchise's stadium, right? And it, and it would take time for Baltimore. I get Baltimore's... Um, historic as well they've been around and and when i was a kid i i remember jim palmer and and eddie murray and cal and the ripkins uh senior junior and uh and billy and and they were good They, they were good and and so i think they must have a fan base that would gladly come to the games to to see a competitive product and and if they want to take the next step i think that's what they have to do is is spend some money and put a a consistently competitive team on the on the diamond yeah 100 percent. and and you know not to beat a dead horse, like this topic is talked about all the time but it's so funny I'll, I'll turn i'll flip on the phillies and like their their payrolls up almost it's like yankee territory and they're playing in a lesser division that than the orioles are playing in and their rec i mean they, they've turned it around now they're seven games above 500 but it's it's baseball is becoming a little bit strange in the fact that like before you could buy all the talent now, like, is it going to be a team that like a Houston that's still, I think you have to have that middle ground, like to, to be, you got to spend some money. You can't be like under a hundred million, but you, you can't go out and spend 300 and expect to win it all either. You got to have that great scouting. You got to have the farm, but then you got to go get pieces too. Because if you just sit on your hands, like if, if the Orioles sit on their hands at the trade deadline, they, they might, they'll probably win the wild card. One of those spots. Do they get do they get through a divisional round? I I don't think so yet. You know, so 
Yeah, it's it's an interesting. The Orioles are at an interesting place in 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 their decision making process, right? Because pretty soon the farm system that has offered them the opportunity to be as competitive as they are right now, guys are going to be due raise do raises really quick, and then now you got to make the real hard decisions. Yep, back with Dave from the fourteen twenty Sports Podcast. Um, once again, trying to fix the some baseball issues there are, which are never it's a never ending list but uh did want to ask you about some ballpark food whether it be uh hockey game football you know anything under the sun auto racing it doesn't matter to me but um what is the best uh food you've ever eaten at at a a sporting event (laughs) see i'm a little bit different than than most like all i want when i go to a ball game is a good hot dog and some popcorn that's it that's all i want and I've never really had one that I'd go back for. A, 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 you know, just boil that fucking wiener, put it in a bun, and and I don't need gourmet because I'm there to watch the game, to snack, and have a couple beers. I, in fact, I ballpark food. Like when we were in Denver, the food was actually trash, and it's it's expensive and it and it wasn't good. Like the wife got some nachos, Jasper got a hot dog, I got a hot dog. And it was just average at best, you know, and now all of a sudden we're out 30 bucks and, and that, that, that pisses me off. And, and when I go to the bulls games here, the minor league, uh, the, well, it's a college wood bat, uh, summer wood bat league. Their food is trash too. And lineups. So I'm the one guy that just give me, just give me some popcorn, some good popcorn and peanuts. I've, I've returned peanuts, peanuts and shells. Like I'm that guy. When I have like a, like I'll, I, I, when I go to a, a ballpark and I order a bag of peanuts, I go, do you mind if I try one first before I um, buy, buy them? Oh well, yeah, sure. No, these are stale. I don't want them. Give me a beer. <laughs> no, no shit. I've never, I can't say I've ever heard that one in my life. I've heard like obviously taking a bite of steak and okay, I'm going to, can you make it a little bit more rare or can you make, you know, whatever it might be. But to try a peanut out of the that's different. I, I give you that's a unique perspective, I'll say that. Oh, I'm like I want to enjoy what I'm buying. And you know, so now I got this whole bag of, of stale shell uh peanuts in the <laughs> shell, which I love. But when you get good ones, they're the best that are crunchy and fresh and and oh I love it. I love it. It 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 it, it makes my day better. And in fact, on Father's Day, I always like that's one of the things I get from my family is uh, is a, is a bag of shelled peanuts because Father's Day the, the weather's getting nice and I can eat them outside because there's no way in hell my wife is letting me <laughs> eat peanuts in the shell in the house. <laughs> Man, that that's I mean, as far as the food that you've experienced, that's unfortunate because I'm I mean I've spent my entire life on the East Coast. You know, maybe one day I won't be, but. I, I do – the reason I bring that up is I think going to Orioles games, going to – I mean, Penn, Penn State food is – it's bullshit. Like, it's, you know, whatever. But, like, going to Orioles games in, Phil, in Philadelphia, too, is, like, I think some of the best food there is. As far as just, you know, even the restaurants I've been to in, in different places, what what have you. But, like, Orioles cra- – like, the crab cakes you got – there's barbecue out there. Like there's a ton of different options. Like Maryland is a, you know, you can get the seafood, but then you like the barbecue at that stadium is really good. 
So for you to say, I just want a good hot dog, I just want popcorn, that's like, that should be a cakewalk, you know? Like, you would think, you go to a Denver fucking Broncos game where how much money are they raking in every Sunday, right? I mean, come mm-hmm. on. No, and like, I, you know, to be honest, I've never been to a Broncos game. Um, I've been to a, a Seattle Seahawks game. And I've been to <laughs> dating myself here. I've, I've, I've been to a Houston Oilers football game. I saw Bernie Kosar versus uh, Warren Moon back in the day is how old I am. And it was, um, but the food is, is totally secondary. I just want to, I want a couple beers. And I want a nice snack. That's all I want when I go to a game because my, my food expectations are so low. Yeah, no, that's why I say like, if you ventured out this, like if you went to, I mean, See, I haven't, I haven't actually been to an Eagles game, but uh, Phillies games, they have so many amenities. Like, it's just – it's ridiculous. It's almost too much. Um, and, like, the food is spectacular. In my opinion, it's spectacular. Like it, like I said, if you go to – I haven't been up to Penn State a good, a good amount of time, but, like, that that was kind of like your, your chicken tenders, your fry, like, and everything was just – whatever, like vanilla, you know. It's, it's not great, so. See, but I've been to Montana Grizzly football games. Um, which is one double A, whatever the tier below um, FBS is. And the food in the stadium, I've never had, but I have friends that are alumni there and we go and hang with them with the tailgate. Now that is some ridiculously good food. So (laughs) I guess the best food I've ever had at any sporting event, I didn't have to pay for. (laughs) (laughs) So, So I don't know if that's because I'm cheap and it's free food, but it was good. Like uh, the the tailgate at at Montana Grizzly uh, games is is awesome. And I'm not going to say off the hook because I haven't been to a ton of tailgates. But that tailgate was was so good. They got you can just imagine, right? And you've probably seen it too, Aaron. People with the converted buses and <laughs> and they got the buffets and everybody's outside on a nice fall sunny day. It oh, just couldn't is, be beat. Trust me, I'm a baseball head through and through, but. When college football, really, like on a Saturday, you're up early, get a couple beers in early. Oh man, that just that makes it gets me excited for the fall, especially here in the East Coast, because like, yeah, it's gonna suck. Our our winners aren't what your winners are, but like when it's like 55, you throw in a sweatshirt, you grab. Oh man, that's just like, there nothing, not much beats that on a Saturday. Yeah, on a Saturday, that's why I like the NFL. Like Sundays, I don't know, I'm weird, man. Like, and and this is just my perspective, the way I see things, but. On a like Sundays are always like oh it's a Sunday like uh like it Saturday has that like kick ass feel like all right Saturday I don't know I just if the NFL was on Saturday I'd probably I'd probably be a, even more like all right but no no I I can only imagine because I don't have uh college sports here in Canada is is it's a it's it's not even close it's not even the same species as 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 football season down in the states. And when I'm down in Montana, I you can feel it. Even it, like the Montana thing, there's people wearing uh, the maroon, the Grizzlies. I got three fucking Grizzlies hoodies for Christ's sake. <laughs> and I've been to I've been to five of those games, and and it and it's great. And in the collegial atmosphere, I, I wish we had something like that here in uh, Canada. And as far as uh, you know, of all the pro sporting games, the 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 most fun I have I have had just for an experience has been like the, the experience I've had at, at Montana Grizzly football games. It's, it's, it's awesome. And, and I'd like to replicate that, but I don't, 
I don't know how it's going to happen. Oh my goodness, you you, if you went ventured down to like I don't like Michigan, but man, if you ventured down, whoo, like if Montana State, I mean nothing nothing against them. I don't if they're uh I forget what they like you said the University of Montana Grizzlies. Like they got it, they they got a twenty five thousand state uh seat stadium, and 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 it's good. It's it's legit. Yeah, but it's yeah. it's oh, not yeah. a it's not a hundred in the big house either. Right. No, that's and and I've been to a lot of University of Delaware games. It's just about an hour from me. So um, the Blue Hens. The Blue Hens. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Joe Flacco went. Uh, bringing it back to Joe Flacco, but uh, yeah, that's exactly like that. It's 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 not. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on what it's called. It doesn't matter. But it's like it's not single A double. It's Division Two. That's what it is. Division Two. <laughs> So you got Division One is you know everybody um, Penn State Michigan the Alabamas all that but what you're what you're talking about is Division oh. Two and and yeah and Division Two is still legit but there's a massive jump from Division Two to Division One and, and like there, there's a school in my town it's Millersville University they're Division Three and that's almost like high school almost because the stadium's like it looks like a high school stadium but um, yeah long story short I mean. The food out here is pretty like Philadelphia and Baltimore, at least in my experiences, have been really good. But um, if you were the not the chef, chef saying you got to make the food, but if you were the the one responsible, if you're the guy making you know, pulling the strings, what would put what would you put on the menu of of uh, I gotta say the the Broncos, but just a sports franchise that you you're a part of. Once again, I want to I want to bring it back to the kids and the families. The Costco dollar fifty hot dogs, two bucks or like so here three bucks or let let's even say five bucks five bucks pop and a hot dog. There's the condiment station. Get the hell out of here next, and then and like have a nice chicken sandwich and and something like that. And like don't get fancy with it. Just do the easy shit really good, because you know who doesn't like a Costco uh, Costco hot dog and a pop for a buck fifty. People go there for that. Like a and, Dr. Uh, Pepper and oh man. Yeah, a Dr. Pepper and a good hot dog on a fresh bun and a, and a decent hot dog. That's all I ask. I'm not a, 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 like I, I might sound a bit like a curmudgeon, but let's let's just do the simple things right, as opposed to like grilled and sliced and and sour. Just fuck off. Just give me a hot dog with some with some nice mustard, and and a pop. And then I'll get a popcorn in the seventh with a with my second beer, and then we're we're all good. What That's about, all. This popped in my head when you were saying that. What about? I know you're the quote unquote divorced from the the Edmonton Oilers, but what's that? What's that? And you don't have to go into crazy detail, but like, what's that uh, concession? Like the Canadian? I bet, I bet it's very similar to like a Flyers game. I mean, it can't be that much. Actually, I divorced the, uh, the Oilers before they got into their new barn, and their new barn is apparently extremely nice and really good. And and it's and it's um, <laughs> I I never do ask about the food, but um, back in the day when uh, we were still married and we were making that five and a half hour drive, that's where Edmonton is, where my son and wife are right now for a ball tournament. Uh, what's the score? Up. Uh, it's a barn burner. The my boys are down eight five in the bottom of the third, but they're up to bat. So anybody's nonetheless, game. Anybody's, game. <laughs> anybody's game. Um, they had uh, stuff like uh, 
pierogies. You know what pierogies are? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, they, that's Pittsburgh thing out here. Like that's you, you that's, must have a Ukrainian po- po- population out there. So yeah, so they would have shit like uh, um, uh, pierogies on the menu, which were nice, and they also have poutine, like fries and gravy and cheese. Oh fuck Ooh. that shit! That is the del- that's right up my alley, and. <laughs> And that kind of stuff, it's it's tough to fuck that up. Just have a decent gravy, melted cheese on on French fries. Whew. Is is like, sign me up. Not to go too far into this, but now I'm kind of curious because Canada is like a different world to me because I've never been there. But is is it like is everybody drinking hot? Like, is, are people? I mean, I'm sure people are getting hammered. It's it's a sports game, regardless. But when it's that cold, like Edmonton's one of those cities, right? Like it, it gets brutal. Like you know, you're right. Be outside. It, is it like everybody in the stadiums drinking a hot cocoa too, or is it that not really? Absolutely good? not. No, that's that's interesting. Yeah. Um. Uh. For instance, um. The the one thing the NHL has that is far better than any of their uh, All Star games is these outdoor games. The outdoor games are awesome, and I went to one in Calgary. Um. It was the Flames and um, and the Habs, Montreal Canadiens. And it was cold that day, brother. It was like minus 27 Fahrenheit. I don't know what that is, but, um, oh, God, I wouldn't even know. Like, so minus 32 Fahrenheit is zero. So, uh, fucking cold. Yeah, minus minus 27. Yeah, minus Uh, 20. I'll look it up. I got an app for that while I talk. I'll look it up. Um, But, like, like, they almost had to put the beer inside and they were still selling beer because otherwise it's freezing they were selling hot cocoa and stuff like that but you dress for the weather i got this big baller coat it's a big sheepskin coat and it's and i have a fur hat and i was toast like it's it's when you wow. dress for the weather oh i i i got pictures of it someplace and then i'll, I'll send you this the my my gear um holy shit that i it's so might, cold. You might have to be a spokesperson for that because, I mean, when it's 10 degrees here, there's not – I mean, I'll put on two three, two or three hoodies and and my winter jacket. And, and I'm move, oh. if I'm moving around, I'm okay. But if I was just sitting in those stands, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'd be toasty. That's That jacket must be made out of something oh, else. Like, it, the jacket itself is about 15 pounds. <laughs> and it's made out of real sheepskin, and I it's a it's a skunk fur hat, and and you might laugh, but like it's I walk my dog every time in the winter too, and and I put that shit on, and I used to work up north back when I was a punk, um, and I have I have good I have good winter gear, and that's, but cocoa like you know some people might be drinking their coffee, but it's just what you do, right? You get out of the car, you you you. You, you make that quick walk in your hoodie and, and then go to the car. Like, uh, it's what you, it's what you do. It's where we live kind of thing. Sure. Yeah. That's, I mean, obviously you, you, you get three, four five, you know, so on and so forth, many beers in you. You, it, it feels a lot better outside, obviously, but man, oh day, I had to sit outside in Edmond, you know, oh, well, what that game was in. It, it, it was in Calgary. So, yeah still yeah right? i mean like uh just anywhere up north for that matter like sitting outside for a game i can't i i've sat out 
here, and this is nothing compared to what you guys see. So it's uh so uh twenty minus twenty five Celsius is minus thirteen Fahrenheit. Okay, yeah, I've seen that. I've had maybe a couple days of that in my life. With the wind yeah. chill, though, with the it's never been that without the wind chill. I'll put it that way. It's been zero. I remember there are days it was zero degrees. <laughs> with the wind chill, it's negative twenty five. But, whew, damn, that's... it's it can get cold here. And uh, well, like I I own a, a delivery business and we run diesel trucks. And if if someone forgets to plug a truck in, it ain't oh, starting. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's just need those glow plugs plugged in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yep. That's wow. But, uh, yeah, to switch gears a little bit, I mean, you, you talked about it a little bit. How many more? So so Jasper has an immaculate inning, you know, for, for people that don't know, that's three strikeouts with three pitches at every at-bat. Like, you can't you can't do better than that as a pitcher. You can't. How many? And, and you, you don't have to be, you know, you can be advantageous and say he's got ten more in him. How many do you think, uh, how many more do you think Jasper has in it, in his career? Well, in his career, as long as he keeps growing, like maybe one, because that's a bit of a a sun shining on a dog's ass, right? Because I looked it up, actually. In in Major League history, it's only been done 114 times. And when you think of how many innings have been played in in a day, like there's 200 innings a day. Kind of thing. So it's only been done 114 times in in major leagues. I imagine it's been actually done a lot more at the the age level as um, Jasper because you can have a dominant pitcher, which my son is not. He throws he throws hard. He has movement on his fastball, and that's it. Right, and he throws strikes. So he has those three things. I would like to see one more, but uh, like I'm not I'm not. I'm not working on it because he doesn't like, but maybe um, when he has his, he's, he's working on his curveball. He can't throw it for strikes yet. So we'll, we'll see what happens. And maybe in a year or two, we might get another one, but I'll let you know, Eric. I was, <laughs> I was, I mean, when I listened to your guys' show and you were, you talked about that, that's, and to, and to have the baseball too. I remember you telling the story, they threw the baseball then to you. And man, that's just, it brings me back to the, like the, I hit one, I'll tell you Real quick, I hit one home run in my entire career of baseball, and it was a, it was a grand slam. So like, if you're gonna hit one, you know, it was it was one to remember. But just stuff like that, I mean, that'll stick with him forever. Like no matter where he goes with baseball and his future, like those memories as a kid making memories like that, it's it's priceless. Like I I I'd give time up to go do that type of thing again, but. Oh. And it was it was great. I was there as his dad. It was the top of the first, and then uh, he struck out the second guy. And I said to my wife, "I go like, oh Jesus, he's working on an immaculate inning here." And then I had to explain it to her, and sure enough, three <laughs> pitches later, they go off, and he he gets his high fives from his teammate, and, and then ten seconds later, he's there with the ball. Hold on to this. Hold on to that. Don't lose this ball. I just pitched an immaculate inning. I'm like, we were here, buddy. We saw it. Oh, that's, that's just so awesome. Yeah, yeah it was it was good. That, there's not much that it compares to stuff like that. But I I'll, I was going to ask you about, you know, your you as a fan heckling umpires, that type of thing. But now something else popped in my head. What what if, let's say Brent, is, Brent from uh, 1420 is behind home plate. And there's a borderline pitch uh, in that immaculate inning too. So let's say it's 
It's an 0-2 count on the set on the third guy up. Two outs have already been recorded, and it's a 50-50 pitch. But he get it's like Brent says ball. He thinks that's a ball. What what's what's your response to that? Um, he's gonna know. He's gonna know. And in his career, like uh, we've we've been friends for a long time now. He knows my voice, and <laughs> and. <laughs> And then it's 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 actually kind of funny. Um, when he started umping uh, umping uh, these Bulls games, uh, this college league that I was talking about, um, one of the first games I came to, uh, it was the the away team was down by one. It was the top of the ninth, and uh, and the guy got a single. And so the visiting team, the guy was was charging a third, and the third base coach was actually had the stop sign up. And I yelled, he bobbled it, go, go, go. And he did. He ran right through the stop sign. And it, and then there was a player that played, and it, and he was home. So, like, I wasn't – and then after the game, Brent came to me, and he goes, fuck, you made us go to extra innings. <laughs> he goes, if it wasn't for you, we would have been off the field, you donkey. <laughs> Man, I might have to give you a coaching – I mean, the guy at third didn't even – what, what so did the guy did did he indeed bobble the ball or what? Yeah, he, the outfielder bobbled, bobbled the ball. It was oh. it was it, it was a deep single that was between the center fielder and right fielder. So it was going to be a long throw regardless. And then the guy fielded it cleanly. And then when he did the transfer, he bobbled. And then and then that's when I yelled, he bobbled, and 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 there was there was a play at the plate, and and Brent called him safe. So, and that's what I said to him after the game. I go, you could have called him out. <laughs> <laughs> but then uh the, we go to the bottom of the ninth and the home team first uh it was the first bat not not the first pitch um he hit a, a solo shot so the game was over anyway so i got a fuck only cost us five minutes don't worry about it <laughs> yeah it wasn't a, it didn't run to an 18 inning exhibition type thing so yeah i mean i i heard him talk about the last you know i listen to your guys show every every episode down there so when he when he said he, he he tries to call a relatively quick game. You know, you get to the bar quicker, you get you get out of there quicker, that type of thing. So, yeah, some of those umpires, I mean, I don't know if you've seen it at Jasper's level, but, like, I don't know what they're doing. Like, it's, it's trash. Like, well, I won't say it's always trash, but it can be trash. And, you know, the coach sat us down as parents. Like, we're not here to bitch. We're not here to yell. Um, we get it. But we're thankful for these guys' time, and 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 that's a very valid point. You know, I'm I'm not willing to to give up my time to take my umpiring clinic and then give up Saturdays to go out and do this. And so we got to be grateful for people that are willing to get out there, and and they're not donating their time; they're getting paid, but they're not making a living on this. So they, I think, they want to do good. So, and that's, I always take them at, uh, at, at face value saying like, you know, they're out here, we need umpires and, and sometimes you're going to have a good one and, and sometimes you're not. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the mature answer to that because I mean, in the MLB, I guess those guys get paid, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. So, and it's their full-time committed obligation to be a good umpire. And like some of them are terrible. So yeah, at the level you're referring to, I can, I can, I can get to where you're saying it. It's just as a kid, like you know, especially someone around Jasper's age, if if they get called out on on something, you know, on a bullshit call, let's just say it how it is, and 
like, oh man, because I mean, you have so much energy as a, as a younger person that it's so easy to just be like, what? I don't know, just lose it a little, like, even more so than people older than than them. So I will say this: the umpire that was umping his game happened to be the ump that umped the game the day before. Then after the game, I just kind of bumped into him at the canteen when I was getting my hot dog and pop, and uh, I said, hey, that's a pretty tight window you got for those strikes, eh? Well, you know. That's uh, that's my strike zone. I go make him swing the bat. Come on, guy. And then the next, it turned out he was the umpire that 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 called the the, the immaculate inning. So <laughs> maybe just in my nice guy way, I I, I got I, I got Jasper a couple inches on the corners there. <laughs> one one day I I, I envision uh, I think Brandon will, will I think Jasper will say something. Uh, a little fiery to, to Brent behind home plate and, and Brent will, may, maybe he won't ring him up because he's, he's your son, but. Uh, well, and I, Brent wants to turn him into an umpire. Turn, so. him into a, turn him into a ball. Worry about being a ball player first because that's a lot yeah. of fun, right? No, yeah. no, not be smirging umpires, you know. I, I appreciate what they do, but they're kind of the police of the baseball field. You want to be. Well, a, you need him to play the games. No, you do. You do. But. I mean, other other than that, I think that's where we'll wrap up. I'll shout out a couple. Obviously, listen to the fourteen twenty sports podcast along with with Dave, Brent, and Dave on that show. It's a you know you'll have tons of laughs, and uh, you know they always get into something interesting. So definitely give them a listen, uh, and I'll have Dave, you know, let us know where they can find find them at. But um, yeah, yeah, definitely check out Jim at Fan of the Van podcast. Um, Two dudes with sports news, Garrett over there. And there's a ton of other ones. I'll I'll mention them in, in the tweet that I put out after I get this up, uh, most likely tomorrow. So, um, yeah, thanks to Dave. I appreciate his time spending his uh his Sunday wind, winding down with with me talking talking sports as always. Always a pleasure, Aaron. Like I, uh, you're you're one of my favorites. You're you're in our little uh, podcast family. It's something I never expected when uh, Brent and I started <laughs> this kind of thing. But it's it's nice to be friends, and and. And help each other out um, until – are you going to have uh, – what, what was his name? Not Garrett. Oh, J.D. Uh, I, I don't J- know. Is, is J.D. going to be back come I, NFL? We'll see. I, I haven't really spoken with him too, too much as of recently, but um, I don't really put pressure on him to do so. So we'll we'll, we'll see. Um, I'm always looking for people to, to, to come along. I got my guy, his Twitter – I got to shout him out too, Cap, Captain Baltimore. He's – He's come along and, and he's he's definitely uh, we're having fun talking a, a bunch of different sports topics there. So um, shout that guy out and, and we're trying to do something there. So trying to get that going. I, I anybody that wants to to fill in the empty seat when there is that empty seat, which is most of the time, you know, feel free to, to shoot me a message and, and you know we'll 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 talk sports. We'll well, that's what I'm here for, Aaron. Like, uh, like I can, I'm not so busy that I don't have uh, evenings occasionally. Like, I want to keep you. I, I like your perspective. I like the way you run it, and uh, I don't, I don't want you to quit because you don't have people to come on. So, no, like, no, and I, and I count, I, count I me through, there. I, I and I appreciate. That. I go through stretches where it's 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 a little tough to like. I don't I don't like doing all the the. The edit, you know, just the, all the other bullshit that comes along with doing this, but I love, uh, I love talk, I love talking about this type of stuff, and I love sports. So yeah, I appreciate it very, very much, and and yeah, we'll we'll keep trucking along no matter what what uh what we got and the you know what obstacles we're looking at. 
Okay. Well, nonetheless, great for having me on. Uh, uh, you had to kind of juggle your, you had to do some shit for your uh, Sunday. Um, I'm batching it because the wife and boy are away at baseball in Edmonton, Alberta. Um, looking at the score right now. Bottom of the third, the the good guys are down 8-5, but they're up to bat. Oh, my son is up to bat right now. What happened? Oh, fuck. Struck out. Never mind. Uh, can't, win, can't win them all. I, I, trust no. me, I get it, though. I get it. Baseball's hard. Hitting is hard. It's hard. Don't swing at the high pitches like like you guys said, right? It's, it, Don't. It's, they, they have – how many innings do they play? I'll ask you that before we get out. out, out uh, in tournament ball, it's seven innings, but it's also like a two-hour and 15 thing. So if oh, okay. it's it, – yeah, so if it's the top of the six, um, then um, they go to the bottom of the inning. Like if it's a four-run game, then they will let – they will finish it off the bottom of the six. So that – but if it if it runs quick, which it rarely does at this age level, it's um, it's two hours and 15 minutes. Nice. So, um, so yeah, they started like, so they've been playing for an hour and a half. It's top of the fourth. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, nine, six for the bad guys. No. So <laughs> is this in, in, la- I swear this is the last thing. Is it, is it like, lo- like if he, if they don't win this one, it's lose and go home type deal. No. Yeah. It's, it's, it's for seeding. Like I totally don't really understand it. So it's just four games and that's it. Like, um, okay. Yeah, like so, there won't. This will be their last game, and there's no champion. I think the best record uh, gets the medals or something like that. Like I, sometimes, sometimes it's different where they'll have two pools, and then the the Sunday that they'll play three games, and then one versus one in the two pools, two versus two, and that kind of thing. So you got to win your pool to win the tournament. Just there's only 13 kids on the team, and you run out of arms in four games, right? Yep. Yep. So where where uh no that's that's interesting it's a little different than but not much different but um where where can they find yourself and 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 Brandon and, and you know just just plug plug what you guys got going on because it's it's great stuff. Fourteen twenty sports. Brent and I put in put out two episodes a week. Um, the the two of us, Brent himself, he he's uh taken this on as a semi full time job. Um, he'll give you fourteen twenty sports in the morning. He has an occasional umpire episode come hockey season. There'll be one for him as well. So just go to 1420 sports. Um, you can find all our links and then our sponsors and, and that kind of thing. Use the sponsors um, like rate review. Just if you got nothing to do, just give us five, four stars and, and go about your day. Five. Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, uh, just like you said, please like rate review, share, send it, send it to somebody who hasn't listened to it yet, but. Yeah, appreciate your time as always, and uh, till next time, everybody take it easy. Anytime, Aaron. Don't swing at high pitches, Jasper. <laughs>